One of the biggest lessons I learned this year was to prioritize me. Welcome or welcome back to the Transaction Care Podcast. My name is Lillian Hernandez, but you can call me Lily like the flower because we are learning and growing together. And I am your resident care coordinator and host of this lovely and amazing show. My goal with each episode is to demystify the business of real estate as well as empower you and leave you uplifted and encouraged to start your journey today. Visit transactioncarepodcast.com to stream old episodes and learn more about transaction care as well as my other services like coaching, my YouTube channel, the content I'm producing on social media. It's a good time. Transaction care across the board. Now let's get into this week's episode. I want to talk about pretty much a day in the life of a self-employed full-time auntie that also happens to be a real estate transaction coordinator, life and success coach, content producer, and a future self-made millionaire. The last part is definitely still pending, but <laughs> follow along the, for the journey and to see how things go. <laughs> but how do I manage it all? How do I handle failure and rejection? And what is next? One of the biggest lessons I learned this year was to prioritize me. I love my family. I love my friends. I love the path that my career is on. But I was really starting to lose sight of me along this entire journey. I wasn't prioritizing me and I wasn't adding me to the agenda. If you were to look at your calendar right now, where on that calendar are you prioritizing yourself? Yes, everything I do, everything we do benefits ourselves, benefits me, those I love. It keeps the bills paid. It keeps me traveling. But was I even enjoying any of it? Am I present to fully enjoy and embrace what is occurring? And the answer was no. So what changed? What happened? Because we all know when life gets to lifing, <laughs> it is so easy to lose track of what is of priority, what is fun, what comes natural, what is our purpose, passions, all of the things, right? And that includes taking care of self. And for me, those moments where I was questioning like why am I doing any of this what does it even matter and is this even important is it bringing value to people I would get these subtle reminders or a comment on a video from someone thanking me or someone would set up a discovery call with me and say you know they tell me about whatever they were going through and by the end of the call I've already helped impact them in their life and changed their help to help them to reevaluate their perspective or I'll talk to friends and get to know them on a deeper level. And it's been these subtle reminders that remind me to truly just bring it back to the basics. I am a serial overthinker. <laughs> I My self-saboteur is avoider. I, avoidance is number one when it comes to me running away from things and self-sabotaging myself, which I have talked about in previous episodes, but I realized that I really just had to bring it back to the basics. Like let's run it back and let's slow things down and take it from there. And what does the rest of my life, what do I 
want it to look like? What do I want it to feel like? Who do I want around me? And what is what time and effort and work is that going to involve in order to maintain? How much of me is that going to involve? And not just for others, but most importantly, like I said, for me. And some may say, oh, that's selfish or, you know, but I don't, I don't, there is no, you know, it's just not selfish. We have to prioritize ourselves in all situations. This doesn't mean I'm choosing to abandon my family or my actual priorities. It's simply reprioritizing and reorganizing what is important to me, who is important to me, what is important to me in order to function with purpose and going back to the basis basics is was a part of that whole process of me learning myself prioritizing myself so I did a complete audit of my life no joke transaction coordinators out there you know what it takes to audit a file from the beginning to the very end so why not do the same thing for yourself for your life for your career any area of your life where you feel like there can be some improvement. And for me, I needed to do just that. So I sat with myself and made a list of everyone and everything that matters, what I want and need to achieve, what I need to start, finish, and even let go of. Not every idea I had this year was a major win, (laughs) to be honest. I endured a lot of failures, a lot of rejection, and I had to sit with that. I had to embrace that. I had to not absorb that as my identity, which I have spoken about in previous episodes with many people on this on this show. And mind you, this exercise was not like a one-hour task. This is still an ongoing part of my self-work that I do on a daily basis, but The bulk of the work did occur at the top of this year. And as the new year becomes a reality, as it gets closer, take this time, especially if you're having, you know, a slower season with your business or maybe your job is a little slower, people are traveling. Use that time to sit with yourself. And one of my favorite books I read last year And I immediately took action. Action is key. Remember that. Action is key. As soon as you learn something that is beneficial to your life or inspiring or motivating, take action immediately. Apply it to your life. Prioritize it into your life. But with that said, one of my favorite books I read last year is The 12-Week Year, which basically, to summarize it, it teaches you and promotes A year's worth of work can be achieved in 12 weeks. And if we truly have the desire to get things done, they'll get done. And this strategy has allowed me to focus on my goals and plans that mattered versus simply, you know, filling in the time or filling my time to stay busy and avoid the real action steps required for me to advance on my own in my own self journey. Like I said, my biggest self-saboteur is avoidance. And when I'm afraid or when I'm doubtful to even start a new project or to level up, I immediately avoid. Let me go, and it could be the smallest or biggest of avoidance. Let me go 
finish folding my, you know, those clothes that are sitting in my chair. Let me go do the the dishes. Let me go make some dishes so I can wash the dishes. (laughs) It, It could be the biggest or smallest of things to avoid what is important and what is on our hearts and in our minds. So for any of you out there that are multitaskers, multi-hyphenates, multi-creatives that want to get a bunch of things done at once. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to, you know, all in a small amount of time. For me, I had to stop doing several projects at once, narrow down my vision and really learned how to trust the process. So trusting the process to me is not just saying, you know, closing my eyes and saying, I want a million dollars and waiting for it to come. Believe me, I try it every day. Do I believe it's going to happen? Yeah, but I still have to put in the time and the work. (laughs) You know, and trusting the process is a lot of action, a lot of the same work on a daily basis, a lot of self-doubt, reflection, discomfort, wins, and rejection. And when it came down to it, I was so terrified of rejection that I would busy myself with so many things with the notion that one of these is bound to work. Let me keep at it until it does. And having no real rhyme or reason or purpose behind what I was doing. I was just doing it for the sake of scarcity, fear, rejection. And truthfully, I was so terrified of only giving my time and energy to one project that if it didn't work out, I would start to question, you know, who am I? I won't ever get that time back. I'm not good enough. I just wasted my time. Let me know if you feel that. Go check out episode 42 titled imposter syndrome, where I talk about the mindset of not feeling qualified to be in certain workspaces or attaining certain levels, reaching certain levels of your life, or just just feeling inadequate. I I talk about that because imposter syndrome is real. I think we've all experienced it. Some of us are currently experiencing it, but there is a way out of that. It's a lot of, like I said, self-reflection, reframing, reorganizing, clearing of sorts. And like I said, it was a matter of returning to the basics for me in terms of my day to day and auditing, truly auditing my life and what I want it to look like. Of course, it's not my plan. It's God's plan, but truly envisioning a future for myself and knowing that it's possible, believing that it's possible. So today I consistently choose to fill my cup every single day before I quote unquote walk into those doors and rooms filled with noise, chaos, demands, etc. Right? We all know how it is. You check one email, I just gotta quick check one quick email. Then that spirals into two to ten. Next thing you know, eight hours have gone by and you've just been sitting at your desk all day and you haven't done anything that you said you were gonna do for yourself. And for me That includes taking care of my mind, my money, and my body. So I make the time for me. Let me say that again. I make the time for me. At minimum, twice a week to sit for at least one hour to pray, read, reflect, process, journal, meditate. And this allows me to have at least one hour of stillness stillness for myself. 
And I talk about stillness a lot. Stillness is the move. I've said this before, I'm going to keep saying it. We tend to operate at such high levels in such chaos. When are we giving ourselves time to process, to feel, to experience, and again, to enjoy what we're actually doing, not just today, but in general? So it comes down to what is important to you. For me, mind, money, body. So I make the time for me. I make the time to review my budgets. How can I reduce my expenses? How can I increase my income? How can I educate myself to feel more empowered with my financial choices? So when I can help others, I'm equipped. I'm ready. But that entails me working on me first. I also make time to play outside, which I've coined as code for working out. It's my way of making something boring and challenging actually fun. Like when we were kids and we used to go play outside all the time. And that brings me joy. Are we prioritizing joy into our lives? I walk, sometimes jog or run, play basketball, and enjoy the quiet mornings at the park. I don't press myself to be the fastest, the quickest, or even the fittest. But I do, and I do, have an expectation to show up for me, Lillian Hernandez, no one else. And these are promises and commitments I make to myself first before I show up for those that also need my time plus attention. Having that hour or more of stillness and me time, I'm able to buy back my time, which I discussed in episode 46, Eliminate Your Distractions, because what a privilege it is to be still. It's a privilege for us to have that, to simply be present. Learning yourself in that stillness is also so powerful. So I had to stop rejecting me and start prioritizing me. Thank you again for listening to this week's episode. If it resonates with you, please share it with a friend or many. Sometimes the best gifts in life are to simply providing those we love with the opportunity to love themselves. And I hope this episode and all of the episodes have empowered you, encouraged you, left you uplifted and just ready to seize the day, ready to take action on those goals that you've either tucked away or thought were impossible. Believe me, I have my days. No two days are exactly the same. My moods definitely are not the same, but I know that When it's all said and done, I'm giving my best, I'm trying my hardest, and I'm doing it with myself, with a whole heart of love, and alongside people I love and enjoy spending time with. So thank you again for being a part of the Transaction Care community, for sharing, for leaving reviews, for being a guest on my show. I'm wrapping up season one, which is wild to me. I will get into more of my reflection of having a podcast as the one year anniversary approaches. What a blessing. But I'm so grateful each and every day that I get to do this and talk to you all. And I appreciate you for taking the time out to welcome me into your home, your car ride, your work day, whatever the case may be. You are enough. You are valued. And I truly, truly appreciate you. 
Visit transactioncarepodcast.com to learn more about transaction care as well as stream previous episodes with so many, with all of the amazing guests I've had on the show. You definitely, there's just so many keys and gems that were shared and the vulnerability and the openness that all of my guests have been so generous to share with you all. I highly implore you to go check them out if you haven't or re-listen to some of those episodes because again, like I said, there are so many gems and keys in each and every episode, just so much power and empowerment. If you would like to work with me one-on-one, I do offer coaching services. You can head to transactioncare.com slash coaching and learn more there. Or you can just simply send me an email with the subject line coach. You can send it to tc at transactioncare.com and boom, we can get started with a free discovery call and get you on the calendar for future sessions because I want to encourage you more and help you find your way. I know how much coaching has benefited me personally in life and in career in my business. And there's nothing more that I would love to give you all is that is simply that opportunity for yourself. So you can head to transactioncare.com to learn more about my coaching, YouTube and other projects I have going on and to join my TC community email list where you can learn and get discounts learn about exclusive interviews and so much more. It's a good time over there. But again, I truly appreciate you. And I hope this conversation has provided you with some value and insight for your week, for your quarter, for your season, for your year. New episodes are released every Monday, unless I say otherwise, as I'm wrapping up season one, I will be taking a little bit of a hiatus. But you can stream old episodes again, transactioncarepodcast.com. And until then, this has been another episode of the Transaction Care Podcast. My name is Lillian Hernandez, aka Lily Like the Flower, and I'm giving you the keys. There are no gatekeepers here. Care for yourself, care for your wealth. Your time is worth it. Let's coordinate. Talk soon. <laughs>